0: Oh, my God. Can you believe? I, I feel like it's the pandemic again.
1: You know what I'm saying? Well, honestly, this is a crisis, and we are all um, feeling a little stir-crazy. But you know what? We're going to make it work. That's right. That's Simon, right. mean where are you calling in from?
0: I'm calling in from, you know, downtown Minneapolis. My, my luxury high-rise apartment, as it were, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I just—that's my lifestyle.
1: I feel like that it really uh, fits your vibe. Yeah. Absolutely,
0: very posh. <laughs> How about you, Aaron? Are you just down the hall?
1: You know, uh, my stuff is still down the hall, but yeah, uh, it is. but I am now in the beautiful state of Texas. I am, you know, uh, living in Austin in some sort of temporary housing. Mm. Um,
0: and how hot was it there today?
1: It was a balmy 79, which the one thing (sighs) that I, I thought was true, but that is not true about Texas is it's actually very humid here. And I thought it was dry. So when they are talking about like being like at 100 degrees or whatever else and, and you're like, Oh, that's not that bad. That's like a dry heat. No, yeah. it's a humid heat at one hundred degrees, uh. which sounds miserable, <laughs> truly miserable. I would melt like the gosh darn wicked witch gall. and the other the other thing is just the fucking roller coaster freeways that they have here, which I guess they call them freeways. it I feel like the city planners are, are have always just been like, Okay, so we wanna build one more um highway, yeah. but we already have a lot of highways. What do we do? And they're just like, well, we can keep going up higher going and up. higher. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding you, it is truly just like some sort of fucking um I don't know, what is it called? <laughs> like mousetrap? Like is that the thing? Where it's yeah. just like
0: <laughs> Yeah. It looks like some sort of roller coaster tycoon situation
1: for sure. which I mean was a really fun game to do but i feel like all i tried to do was build roller coasters that would accidentally kill someone same and then same. i'd get people to to go on them and then i'd get the repair guy to like what 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 yeah, his way usually, over to fix the ride i
0: usually <laughs> yeah i usually just didn't build like an end i just you know i inconveniently cut it off near you know mm-hmm. a big mm-hmm. swoop up and then they went woo know <laughs> also in the sims played a woman and tried to sleep with everyone in the neighborhood so i don't know what that says about me in sim simulation type games but
1: i feel know. like i i always would try to like it would always be um it start with like like this i i played sims 2 because it's on like you can get it on the mac yep but mm-hmm. um i married a guy i made like a me character and then we had a kid. Mm-hmm. And then Lovely. the kid grew up and went to college and started flirting with the professor. And then, and then she had a kid with her professor while she was still in the <laughs> dorms.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, she, you know, she was really gonna lose from the beginning with a parent like you. What was she honestly? Do? I I taught her that you know you you go for the daddies, <laughs> you know, because professors
1: are the ones with the money. <laughs> Some of them, do they make money? I don't know. Is that like, I feel like they have to make more than teachers. Yeah. I would for sure more than a, teachers. a college
0: professor probably makes more. And then like tenure is the thing, which I have no idea what that is, but it sounds rich to me.
1: I think it's, um, they treat you like you've been there for 10 years. 10 year, 10 years. I like that. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, good call. <laughs> so, Moving on to us just catching up, which we did Uh, a little bit yesterday, and I've reused some content already. That's okay. What are we reviewing today?
0: Hell yeah. So, you know, in season one, I think we, we did a deep dive and we reviewed the classic album by Gorillaz, Plastic Beach. And uh, as it turns out, there's another album that they released their eighth studio album, actually.
1: Yeah, this is the latest one. This is the first one that we're reviewing as like a new release. That's um, right. If y'all haven't listened, we did Plastic Beach. Mm-hmm. I think season one. So like season one, ages and eons ago. God, three years ago, and <laughs> yeah. um, we always uh, we promised our guest on the the Gorillas episode that if there was a new Gorillas album, we'd bring him back on. And so of course, one of the OGs. We had to bring back Alex Piper to just see what kind of wackadoo stuff he he wants to talk about today with this album. Alex, that's welcome right. to the podcast.
2: Hey, guys, thanks for having me. It's good to see you virtually. And for the record, there have been two albums released since we last talked. So I think <laughs> that's we have a few more podcasts. That's In, true. in the bank to do.
1: What? <laughs> Whoops.
2: Yeah. They've been Let's cranking see. them out. <laughs> yep.
1: yep. Wait, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. So where that. have I been?
2: So the Now Now came out and then also I have this one on vinyl, Song Machine came out. You oh yeah, I have that one
0: too.
2: Yep. Oh, and yep. Humans. We forgot
0: about Humans. Three albums. Humans
2: was pre, I think. Oh, pre our yeah. recording. Sorry, I Because I went it. to that concert, yeah.
1: The now 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 was not out when we recorded this. Correct. Like now Now was was 2018 and we started in 2020. Oh, uh, oh, OK. So and, one. and Piper, Song Machine <laughs> came out the same season that we already did a Gorillaz album, and so we <laughs> were not going to do true. another one. That's true. So, so take that. <laughs> don't what is it? Don't send for me if I didn't come for you or something. That's right. <laughs> something like that. You come into our house. <laughs> Yeah. And you you try to dismantle my brand and my name. <laughs> no, no, oh. But you are right. that There were many albums that came <laughs> out between Demon Days and this. But yeah, yep, and
2: yep, yep. what would have been sweet to, to do is a uh, you know talk about the Netflix Gorilla movie, Gorilla's movie that's coming out. Uh. But it got canceled four days ago or something. It got canceled right before the album came out, which was a huge bummer because Netflix is, like, canceling everything. Everyone knows with the subscriptions and stuff and the IP address tracking or whatever. So that was a Mm. big bummer. Wait, what's going um,
1: on? (laughs) Are they canceling the shows? Yeah. 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 But, like, shows that... Like, I know that they cancel shows that, like, after a season, two seasons, cough, cough, the OA. Um, But you're telling me that they're canceling things before they even premiere are they have they like already produced it
2: i think there are things that aren't as far along in the production cycle but it's been yeah i've heard just a lot of chatter a lot of people being bummed at you know things that were in the pipeline at netflix um aren't anymore for whatever reason so mm-hmm. hopefully the gorillas movie finds a new place though because i mean it's a cartoon band that 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 has to be some sort of show or movie I feel like outside of just music videos they have they have so much lore and so much good music that I think it be, could be pretty sweet
0: you know do I, you I think... say we we shop this around go to over to HBO
2: yeah you know <laughs>
1: well well I guess what I was kind of thinking is like would we ever do gorillas live action like the last of us hmm mm. could I it happen? think
0: I think no <laughs> The first
1: I think no, ever, yeah. Well, it, it'd be like a Mamma Mia type thing, right? Like, <laughs> <Would it? laughs> Meryl Streep would have to play one of the guys.
2: Maybe like a porn parody, I could see. Um, oh yeah, that would definitely happen. But because like the two the two guys who are like the heart and soul of gorillas, one is Damon Alburn, the music guy. So you know, getting all these great features and stuff, and like kind of the uh, the the main lyricist on all the albums, and then Jamie Hewlett is the um art director drawing guy who also do the comic book tank girl that was how he got started and got some notoriety there they came together in like late 90s early 2000s to, for this concept um uh of having an animated band so i think he'd have to be on board no matter what kind of gorillas media comes out in the future and i don't the think he would be no you
1: no.
0: <laughs> would say live action i don't think so
1: more like no action from me yeah exactly um. So, so Piper. Um. For those that didn't listen to the first episode, what is your background with the Gorillas? Have you listened to those couple albums since we last spoke? Are you gonna see Gorillas? It sounds like they they're gonna be touring and and in, in the fall. Are you gonna Maybe go see a them? stadium tour?
2: Yeah. Um. So I guess I'll see Gorillas every time I can. It, it's always a good show. They put a lot of money into it. Um. Uh. The concert I went to was really cool. My brother got like the um the drumsticks, the set list, and the guitar pick just because he was like a little kid up front, the close to the stage. It was pretty awesome. So I know he'd want to go too. But in terms of my history with the band, like I'm I I love them because there's like lore to them. I'm so deep into into that. It's almost like uh how you go into like a, a Wikipedia hole with Lord of the Rings or something. Like I I do that with Gorillas. So a huge fan of, of not only um, the, the story of the band, the characters themselves, but also the music is, is great and definitely um, fits my style. Uh, the way they they mix things up and um, all these great features and, and, and new artists I found through them, I've also uh, really appreciated from the band. So been a fan um, for definitely over 10 years at this point and um, And <laughs> yeah, it's a fun band to nerd out for, for me
0: absolutely there's so much to dive into and you made a really good analogy with the or um, connection to the lord of the rings because that is absolutely something i've gone on youtube and there are so many dorks out there who go so deep into lord of the rings lore that you can just like <laughs> one video after the next what is this like minute little detail from this movie and then they go into detail and there is so much like that in the gorillas lore that you can like go into
1: so uh I think you gave us like a history lesson on Plastic Beach and like what the the background of that was. What's happened to the the raggedy group of characters since we last uh, saw them at Plastic Beach? And what's what are we expecting from this album, story wise? So,
2: character wise and story wise, it, it's a lot of nonsensical, tangential plot points connected through um, some unique. Forms of social media is how I would describe it. Um, this album that we'll talk about it has been really cool to track through Instagram, through a through like a one minute podcast that 2D puts on every week, through the, the music videos, through oh mini comics and everything. It's all connected into this this strategically planned storyline that nerds like me will dive into and and put together. So. In terms of what to expect, like I said, it's not going to make any sense. But with the characters, we can say they're all four of them are back together for a while. It was the Powerpuff Girls villain Ace, um, the oh, green God. guy who, who who replaced Murdoch as the the bassist around the time of the Now Now. Um, but it's the four original. There's no Cyber Noodle anymore. Russell's not the size of a giant whale anymore. Um, and uh, essentially, plot wise. Murdoch uh wants to be a cult leader and make a cult so he makes his band be and be in his cult with him there and yeah I, I'm, sh- I, I'm sure we'll get into some of the connections between why that was a, a choice by um you know Damon and Jamie but um that's essentially where the characters are at and this is you know <laughs> Murdoch's cult album I would I would call it
1: mm. yeah so in terms of uh what the the you're talking about all the buildup and the different story that goes along with it. Would you say that like the albums kind of pick up where the last one ended? Is there like some foreshadowing that ever happens? Or is it kind of like you get a, a burst of, like a, a moment in time with these care, these characters and then you kind of like don't hear from them and then it's like another moment of time and they kind of catch you up or like how does how does it go from album to album?
2: Nope, they they really don't care about having that narrative through line as much as you think. It's it's basically um, now the band is here, or now Aaron lives in Austin suddenly for no reason. <laughs> that's for what no it's reason, like for me, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <Sex>. he just <laughs> wanted to go hang out with the the Murder Hornets. Um, uh, I just yeah, they, exactly. They, they just <laughs> jump around whatever whatever's in their brain. They just kind of stay, and um, that's when like the nerdy fans try to make all these connections and stuff, and that's kind of actually fun for people like me but um they just yep they basically just jet around whatever plot point they want to introduce they just do it and they don't necessarily provide backing
0: (laughs) i love that it's so it's so that's like a dream of mine is to be able to put something out put something else out they might have no connection but i'm so famous and so popular and people are so interested in my (laughs) characters that they just fill in the plot points for me Mm -hmm. that'd be great have that. they
1: ever, like, kind of acknowledged what fan theories are, like, canon? Have they ever, like, do they keep mm-hmm. track of that?
2: No, I, I think they're kind of, like, um, they, they even forget their own canon and what they've <laughs> already said about the characters. Yeah. It's, it's that, like, <laughs> they get, like, the last season of Game of Thrones or whatever, or, like, we forgot about whatever, um, that happens a lot in gorillas for sure. They keep the characters, though, visually consistent, um, um or have a have a linear progression in terms of age which has been cool so um i have i have here that the new album i don't think we've said the name yet Do you want to oh yeah cracker island introduce <laughs> cracker island yeah. there we go there yeah. we go in case so you can see everyone is like a little bit older in a way yeah and then noodle also who started in the band as a 10 year old girl who showed up on the doorstep in a, in a box is now <laughs> not 10 anymore and yeah, yeah. Um, you can you can see some, like, uh, stylistic developments of the characters, too, and, and how they're drawn, which is really neat. Um,
0: Ugh, I'm still waiting on my vinyl. It comes in two days.
1: Nice. Y'all buying the uh, vinyls before the... the album even comes out. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> they're always there. I always got to buy this band. Uh, but know. it comes with a, this Grody poster, which no one listening can see. <laughs> nope. Of Murdoch mm-hmm. with a beard, double-sided. And it. then the the color of Murdoch's code throughout the whole album is uh, pink. So the actual album itself is pink, which is pretty cool. Nice. That's awesome. I, um, that.
0: I did get the limited edition
1: purple vinyl.
2: Nice. Mm-hmm. And
0: jelly. Yeah.
1: Like, it was like one of those things where you have to get it right away or you don't get it at all.
0: Yeah, they have a very
1: limited number on their site. And when it's jelly. out, it's out. That's right. Um so in terms of uh, the name Cracker Island, do you think that it's meant to kind of be a play on on white people being called crackers? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, totally. <laughs> do either Knowing of you identify Lord, no, as a cracker? Knowing the Lord, no, not at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't think so. I think they're probably doing the cracker challenge, you know, the one where you put a bunch of saltine. You have to eat a number of saltines in a certain amount yeah. of time. You ever done that? Yeah
1: uh I bet you could do it I could do the challenge would I do well at it I don't think so
0: I think I'm not good at those
1: things but Piper that that, I feel like that's definitely something that you either did do or would do for one of your like um DIY survivor weekends
2: (laughs) yep that's a pretty good one how many yeah that's the saltine challenge That's a good idea, I'll write that that down.
1: (laughs) I still remember that one of the um, the challenges was to eat a raw onion because you hate onions.
2: Yep, that's right.
0: (laughs) God. Oh oh no, I've never done that. That sounds dreadful. I don't want to do that.
1: Yeah, I hate onions. To win the weekend prize of, I don't know, I don't know what you got for winning, nothing. (laughs) Totally worth it. Totally worth it.
2: I guess in that case. New season I, starts tomorrow
1: i had a really good like alliance built until the i think it was like the second the first merge and then i was the only one with all of your like core like best friends piper and they like i was the obvious one to vote out which <laughs> in survivor isn't like sometimes that's actually an okay spot to be sometimes because you're able to like pick the numbers if you have like one or two people on your side but i was alone I just want to say the game was rigged, and the game can <laughs> yep. be rigged. Sometimes. You can say that; that's fine. Um, Riggery. Speaking of Survivor, Piper, who are your top three picks for the season?
2: Oh geez, I think I made my team all three people from Minnesota. That um, I can't remember the names off the top of my head, but there are uh, three contestants from Minnesota, which is a. It's rare we even get one, so it's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Well, one yeah. is living here. The other two grew up here, right? That's the. Yep, yeah, that's right. So my my theory, first I overall
2: mean... was Carolyn, but, uh, and she just like has like, the camera presence too. Um, that that is really entertaining. Um, a great story, uh, being like a former addict and now sober, and and being a mom. And then like you can also tell like how smart she is too. So kind of the complete package. That's why I picked her first.
1: She sounds like a star. You know what? I'm moving her up. I'm moving her up. She was she was <laughs> third from the bottom. Oh, Dang. Wow. Worst case or worst contestant was Matt Blankenship. He just felt like a wet blanket. That's what I wrote next to his name. I don't know. Wet Blankenship. I
2: could see that.
1: Just like just wet <laughs> a, a dud that like tries to do things but just doesn't. Golly, sounds I like. Have, me on Survivor, yeah. Well, no, yeah. Simon. I think I think you would be someone that people would gravitate to, and well, I hope you probably so, do well I, in challenges. I, I, I would I would do
0: well in challenges, but I wouldn't contribute anything to like starting a fire or you know building shelter.
1: Like I can't do that. I don't know what. I'm but doing. I th- I think you going ah, oh, I don't know how to do this. They'd, I think people would find it actually kind of like <laughs> endearing. <laughs> endearing, yeah. Well i th- you'd, that be, in my you'd back be like pocket. I got a coconut and they'd be like <laughs> like oh you, did, you it. did
0: so good you tried you
1: really did it <laughs> um okay so plastic beach um one of the th- I I I there was a Zane Lowe interview and I did watch it me too one of the I things that he he mentioned that I'm not sure like I didn't go back and listen to all the other albums to pick up on this but like um th- Zane was saying that the typical Gorillaz album has, like, kind of an opening, kind of set the scene, and this one didn't. Is that, would you say that's true?
0: I would um, I would say so. Um, it's the name of the album, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, apart from that, like, when you look at Demon Days and Plastic Beach, there's a really, like, it's so, it, it, it's like, um Like usually orchestral or something, like it's really different from your typical pop album. And so this one, I felt like it was the first song was more in line with what you would expect to hear from a production stance as well. So it felt
1: a little bit of a departure in that way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they were they were saying that uh, this album is a lot more like kind of pop than. Mm -hmm. A normal Gorillaz album, but I also feel like it is very par for the course for what a Gorillaz album is. I almost feel like it's pop that has shifted more towards what Gorillaz is than Mm. Gorillaz shifting more towards what pop is. Would you guys agree? Mm. Yeah, Mm. I think so.
0: Yeah, I I mean, it, it feels more mainstream, I'll say, in terms of what they usually put out. So I think in that way, you're correct.
2: Yeah, on that point, I I agree that it feels more mainstream. And I think that's a, a satirical decision based yeah. on some of the themes of the album. So yeah. the way I interpreted a lot of the album, well, I guess, first off, Cracker Island, to me, listening to this is uh, essentially a place metaphorically where uh, superstars are manufactured and given an audience because they're said that they should have an audience from from the media Um, maybe you guys had a different interpretation but that that's what I was interpreting and the whole cult theme as well plays into that as you can imagine Um, and so starting off the album with the song uh, Cracker Island uh, plays into that because uh, I mean it's the name of the album it's atypical of the gorillas to, to do that and it definitely sets the stage as more of a mainstream stream album when in fact i think it's uh like i said satirizing, uh the formulas that we're used to in mainstream albums so it was it was shocking as a gorillas fan to hear that one first
0: <laughs> yeah um, i would agree i would agree with that um and you make some like really excellent points Han. How yes, starting with an album that's more mainstream pop definitely adds to, or was a, a creative choice due to the the thematic elements there
1: for sure. Oh my, oh my god! I'm being
0: brought a bolognese.
1: Can you believe? Wow! Wow! Oh. We're gonna we get to watch watch you enjoy some food. Maybe get some <laughs> turn ASMR. your <laughs> Yeah,
0: I'm gonna turn my mic up for everyone.
1: Absolutely. Um, I. You know what? I can't say that I really connected or I understood the lyrics. I guess it, like I didn't like dig as deep as I probably could have, and that's that's on me a little bit. I listened to the album plenty, but like in terms of picking up on those vibes, uh, just for you know, I mean, you're having sort of busy week. You know, I mean, I okay. could have been, I could have been <laughs> listening the whole way down to, um, to Austin, but instead you I was listening to an audiobook. But, um, I, I, I heard those themes and I feel like that is something that a lot of artists are trying to, um, to write an album about or try and tap into because like the lord of the world with solar power she's very much in the same vein kind of criticizing the the culture that is la of um mm. all of these fitness and beauty fads and health kick type things and one of the other things that i also picked up on with this album or i, I, I in my research was that um this is gorilla's first album that they they made in the la area too um and so maybe that's kind of part of the reason where they got the theme from and also, candidly, why they got the collabs they did. Yeah, I, yeah, was, no, just was, go- I was just going to
0: say the the collabs definitely have like a California influence, a California vibe.
1: Um, so in terms of the collabs, um, were there any, any ones that, that stood out or any ones that kind of were like, a a little bit different for you. I know that there was Stevie Nicks, there was Bad Bunny, there was um a guy that uh I guess he is in like the gorillas backing band, but for some reason he's featured. Uh Adele Oto I can't even see the full name on my Omotayo. Omotayo, Omotayo yeah. Um Beck. MC Bin Laden.
0: I thought for the most part all of the collabs were really I mean it very classic gorillas in a way. I think the only one that really threw me was Bad Bunny um because I think typically they work they don't I, he doesn't work with like latin pop as much I don't think or whatever um mm-hmm. I don't know if Bad Bunny is technically latin pop but like kind of in that hemisphere um so that one took me by surprise in a good way um And then the other is like Adele Omotayo, um, even like Thundercat, uh, Booty Brown. Like that seems like very comfort zone for Gorillaz in terms of collaboration. Right. I
2: feel
1: like Bad Bunny took the song and made sure it wasn't a Gorillaz song, where I feel Mm. like a lot of the other artists almost just provided their vocals on a Gorillaz track. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Like a there's channel. a lot of kind of Bad Bunny influence on Bad Bunny's song, mm. but then again, pretty... I don't know who half these people are, so I couldn't <laughs> tell you if they if their sound is like that too. But
2: I think it's pretty cool that in 2023 we get an album with Stevie Nicks and Tame Impala on it. That that's right. just kind of wild. Like, am um, yeah. Uh, the my favorite song with a feature um, was was Cracker Island, featuring Thundercat um the song was really good and uh the bass line really shook and then the music video he was really cool in that too so um i thought that on the stevie nicks track it was weird because she has almost no solo lines it's always harmonizing with 2d with the addition of like i don't know Synthesizers or or production going into their voices, so I thought that was a strange decision. Did you guys like the uh, the Stevie Nicks song? I did. I I I thought it was.
1: I thought it was um, good, but it again it 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 felt like Stevie was just lending her voice to a, a gorilla song, and also it wasn't a voice that necessarily blends well with the gorilla song it kind of oh, that that's so
0: interesting i had a very different reaction to it i thought when when um like 2d and and stevie's voices kind of meet up in the melody that it it produced like a very like a feeling that i felt a lot on gorilla's albums with songs like on melancholy hill or um like they're more melancholic slower kind of or um not slow but um just, like, you know, that general vibe of melancholy, but, like, in a very beautiful way. I thought it successfully reproduced that that sound and that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Apparently, as part of doing this feature, she was promised to be made into a cartoon in a music video, <laughs> which has yet to happen. And I assume it will, will be her song, Oil. Um, just an interesting, uh, I guess, Ted yeah. said that. I mean, I, I, he I heard
0: there's
1: going to be one more video, so... It's Could gotta be. be her. It's gotta be. You wouldn't you wouldn't have a star like Stevie Nicks on without like acknowledging that um that you're gonna do a video for that song.
2: Yeah. You know? El- Elton John got like a full him at the piano for the entire song music video on the Now Now, I think it was. Um, which yeah, but he doesn't cool.
0: he doesn't usually draw in the features, right?
1: No. Mm-mm. Yeah. So very strange, very cool for for Stevie. Hopefully it's a good picture.
0: Fingers crossed.
1: (laughs) Um, So with with the album being uh, more mainstream in the theme and kind of criticizing or at least spotlighting um, almost that like putting an influencer on a pedestal type thing. Did you guys resonate with this album? Was it something that like you had a good time listening to?
0: I mean, for me, I thought that, um, I thought thematically it was like very now, um, definitely more, hi George,
1: George is here, um,
0: but he really likes to get up there.
1: Well, the they camera. both, so far it's been like one cat after the other over That's in your true. camera.
0: And <laughs> when I'm working from home, it's the exact same thing. One mm. is in the lap, one comes to check if it's open, they go away. Then that mm-hmm. one leaves. They come back. It's a whole I, thing.
2: A whole yeah, thing. that's cute. You're sharing your your meal with him. <laughs> Same spoon. He wishes.
1: He George should not be eating that. George Absolutely not. I have two cats too. <laughs> Golly,
0: cats! <laughs> He's really taken over. Um, yeah, I was probably going somewhere with the journey on the album, but George really threw that off. It's okay. He's cute.
1: Alex, what about you? What what is with your listens did you enjoy listening was the the album uh what were your thoughts on the album i guess overall
2: uh so in terms of like gorillas uh discography i'd put it pretty mid um i listened to it a few times once like chilled late at night working and then like working out as well um didn't quite pack a punch as some of the other, other albums have, but there are some uh, gems, I think, in the album. In terms of uh, pacing, I thought it was a little um, jarring going from slow songs to fast songs. Uh, some songs can, couldn't, uh, didn't do well to transition to the next, I guess. Um, maybe that's the that whole satire point as well of, of um, having hits and things, I don't know. Uh, but I did enjoy it and I'll keep listening to it for sure um i appreciate the feature the features on it that was really cool and, and finding a few new artists and uh the artwork and lore for this album in particular was, was uh satisfying for for a nerd like me so
0: yeah, yeah i i definitely love the the album art and all of the kind of new promotional illustration stuff or videos that have come out it's very classic Gorillaz, very much what you'd expect um i thought the overall journey of the album was an enjoyable one i've listened to this album many many times and i've enjoyed going back every single time um and i do think it's interesting that he still finds a way to kind of change things up with with each new album and he's been around for i don't even know how long like ages and ages and he's he just someone who like you know when you watch an in interview with him with someone like zane low like you can just tell the guy lives, breathes music and art all day long. Mm -hmm. Like he's just so passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And I think
1: that comes through with, with every project he does. Yeah. I would say that like, as, as someone that isn't as much of the gorillas fan as, as you two, um, going into the album, it was, it, yeah, it did. It started off and it packed a punch to start off the, the album. Um, the collabs were probably some of the, the the two big name collabs for me, which is not trying to like harp on Beck or even Tame Impala, but like the <laughs> um, Bad Bunnies and, and Stevie Nicks of the worlds. I honestly didn't gravitate to those songs very, very much. I was really hoping the Stevie Nicks song would be like a higher up song, but I will say that like similar to Alex, I listened to in a couple different settings and. At the gym. It it works as a gym album. It's it's a fine, mm-hmm. it's a fine album. It felt like it went really quickly, which I didn't look at like the full time of it, but it felt like it just was like I think non-stop. it was
0: 37 minutes or so.
1: Yeah. Shorter album. But mm-hmm. but um I didn't feel like there was as much conflict in song to song like uh Piper you were alluding to. I actually feel like it had a more cohesive sound throughout. I couldn't, the songs kind of did blend together for the most part outside of the features where the vocals really did kind of change or it went in a completely different direction. Um, so I think like if we're, if we're getting into the ratings of it all. Mm, let's do it. Let's I, do I think it that like for me, this album, it's a bop, but it's not a bop that, I necessarily will would listen to normally I think I will right. go see gorillas at Coachella when Ooh. I'm there um, yes. but yeah that's as far as it's probably gonna go and I'll probably just have to rely on Piper and Simon and uh, the internet to know what songs I should be listening to getting ready for the mm, that that definitely day. we'll make what <laughs>
0: um so for me this album was also a bop um i really enjoyed it i'm very excited for my vinyl to get here so i can play it um yeah and i i just thought it was you know a cohesive concept really good features as usual um yeah no complaints really on this one i'm i'm a big fan i mean i think there is some some truth in that there aren't as many like heavy hitters as something you'd find on plastic beach or, or demon days. But I sure. think every song f- has its place, I would say on the album.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Me, me putting it as mid means it's better than a few really good gorillas albums. And like I said, I'll right. keep listening to it and, um, uh, it's cool to see, you know, another progression, of the band that they're still making music. Um, and I hope, Yeah. Uh, this is a sign of, of more good albums to come to
0: mm-hmm. yeah and they better come here on this tour because they skipped us the last two last time <laughs> they were in town was was demon De- or not demon days De- De- uh humans which was a great concert they're so fun to see live
1: they're incredible well if they come to uh, austin you guys are both welcome to come here I'll be if be you there. need to see them in be austin yeah. um so going on to big to, to Top bops, um. I don't want to start because I need to like do a quick, like, which side <laughs> is look- mine? My... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I can hear it up Your here, but ready? I don't know what it is.
0: <laughs> All right. So, um, Piper, do you have yours ready? Uh, yep. I know my, my, okay. top you, you start us off. I'm curious.
2: Um, I went with a song that was, uh, the purest gorilla songs for me. Um, and that a lot of times is, uh, a focus on 2D's voice um as well as like a like a driving baseline and um you know addition of instruments and subtraction and things and, and building the pace slowing the pace uh it was my favorite song definitely to like to like working out listening to it um and and is uh definitely on shuffle f- or loop right now for me uh that is the song skinny ape which has no no features yes. it's a pure gorilla song it it just uh it's the one I've stuck in my head, and um, what's really cool about the song as well, which I give it points for is there was a live uh you can call it live but an aug- augmented reality um, performance of the song in Times Square in which you know a bunch of yes. people were getting in Times Square with their phones with this whatever gorillas app, and then looking through their phone using the camera and seeing like the ca- characters in giant form on buildings playing the song, all these like visual effects things with And you have your headphones in and you're also listening so uh just like a funny way gorillas um continues to figure out new ways to make music and um that in a way also encompasses i think some of the themes of the album so that's why skinny ape is my top bop nice should we listen
1: let's let's give it a listen really quick
2: heck yeah let's do it
1: Shoot. Well that was mm. Skinny Ape. It's a good one. Very fun. Very, very fun. What's it turns your favorite out it's also part
0: al- of that song, Aaron.
1: So like it turns out this that was also my top pop. Um I re- <laughs> I thought it was Skinny Love Ape. It. I thought it was Skinny Ape because I heard it was like the the line that i remembered having in my head was skinny little skinny little skinny little skinny little little, uh, 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 uh." yeah so good and so i was (laughs) like i think that that's it but i'm not i don't want to say it and be wrong
0: (laughs) uh that has happened before in the pod
1: uh barb barb we're we're watching you no barb has not been back
2: did you guys catch the uh the subtle reference in the name of the song ape with the uh, oh, band being called gorillas. No. Um, yeah. Uh, it's like a Wikipedia thing. You have to go look it up. It's, it's...
0: so skinny legends is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> are they, are they notoriously skinny? Yes. <laughs> what do y'all feel about the whole like um, tons of books are getting like edited to remove like the bad things? parts or like the the offensive parts like roll doll books or like removing terms like like I don't know ugly and something what? else I don't know What? Wild That's and out
0: insane I persi- I did see a clickbait headline with roll dolls name in it and I think it was probably related
1: to that. Yeah, it's like them just changing things to be more like politically correct these days. That's insane. That's crazy. Which like for children if it's still going to be something that we're going to be like having kids written read, read in school totally get it but like another part of me is like you can't you don't go back and like edit a movie and like remove-
0: no and plus if there is a term that's used in a book that's no longer acceptable you explain you you don't treat them like idiots you explain to the kids you know this book is written at this time and at the time this word had this meaning now if it's like something that's so unbelievably offensive, like, yeah, don't read the book in the first
1: place in a school. But I think that's so silly. I, I guess I, I, I at first I thought, eh, I, I, I don't, I think that's yeah. dumb. But now I'm like at the point where I'm like, I guess it kind of does make sense for schools that like, maybe they're not at the age to be able to explain what, why that word is bad or why the con cause a lot of times it's like the context of the word being bad but like if you remember at that age when you're that young like if you learn those words you start using those words
2: yeah maybe. yeah you, i hear them from somewhere else though uh what's wild that's is that true. in in Willy wonka by by Roll dahl four kids get murdered that's true <laughs> like <laughs> they're not changing that part mom i are keeping that in
1: <laughs> well we don't know if violet beauregard dies or not she just gets really big right just
0: just a uh, yeah, yeah,
1: just yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and turns and turns violet.
0: <laughs> I remember. I think I got my wisdom teeth out at one point and was definitely on painkillers and tried to watch the newer, Roald Dahl. Johnny Depp. uh Yeah, the Johnny Depp version of Willy Wonka, and it was very claustrophobic. I had to stop watching. <laughs> I would imagine. I don't think that was
1: the drugs. <laughs> Anything Johnny Depp touches, I'm like, I don't need to touch that. Yeah. Well, don't go back to watch
0: pirates then. Remember those days he was huge. He was People huge. He loved Johnny Depp.
1: Well, it was it was like the I remember in like high school it was the like almost emo goth girls that were obsessed with Johnny Depp. He They're definitely
0: like, he definitely w- played a very niche role in like
1: The Heartthrob Space. There For was sure. that point where like guys that wore eyeliner were somehow hot like hotter than <laughs> I'm looking at you Pete Wentz That's right. and oh. some of them got it tattooed like they actually got tattooed <gasps> eyeliner oh. on it I'm like oh. I think Pete did I think Pete did well
0: we can verify that with a Google search can't we
1: well yeah we can um, so skinny ape was both my top bop and Alex's top bop which leaves just one person <laughs> left for top boppage <laughs> Yeah, so some would call this the
0: gag of the season, but my top pop was Oil featuring Stevie Nicks.
1: Well, wow, we We got to give it a listen. We
0: got some blinks. Let's listen. Getting I am getting some stank faces from the crowd. So what you guys you guys will have your moment. But first let me just say I really took to this song. It gives me everything I want from like a production of a gorilla song. It's like chill vibes and like a little bit of melancholy. And it's a type of collab, like, it makes me think of uh, the, he's done a couple songs on Plastic Beach with Little Dragon, where you get, like, they've kind of taken those two songs and they've developed this, like, style between them that feels very distinctive of both of them, but works so well together. And this collab makes me hope and dream that they continue to work together and we get more songs on albums with Stevie because I thought, like, I just think their styles complement each other so well. Um, There's that verse where they're singing together and it leads into the bridge and they're singing, you know, close the wells of poison, fill them up with love. And the melody on that just was like, oh, it gave me vibes of like Empire Ants, like moments I had in that song. And I just loved it. I really love the song. I know, I, I feel like this one is, it could go either way with people, but it really works for me
1: yeah i would say what is i can hear what am i hearing oh my god (laughs) oh my gosh so while while we're figuring out what that was um is he getting more bolognese he's probably getting more bolognese um i didn't hate the song it's not my least favorite song on the album it is a fine song um it just wasn't for it being the feature it underwhelmed me i guess is where my Mm. my thoughts are with 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 all of that what about you alex
2: yeah i I see simon why it reminds you of plastic beach so much not only in i mean the name of the song itself but also the way they used features and the vibe um uh is are either of you fleetwood Mac or stevie nicks fans like it just feels like they they're kind of dirty having to sing at the same time as 2d the entire time
0: that's fair but i thought it just worked so well and and you're right it would have been great to get some pure just stevie in there which is why next collab let's do it <laughs>
1: they probably have already like more than one collab already in the works I hope so i hope so i heard that's that they did bad. a couple different bad bunny songs um Ooh. but only one made the album
0: i heard that there's an illustration of Bad Bunny and Gorilla style out there somewhere, but it hasn't been made
2: public. Mm. Did you guys listen to the deluxe version of this? There were three additional songs. What? I didn't, I didn't because <laughs> I tried you
1: didn't to have really any time. review just the regular <laughs> album, but I
2: have not seen this. Um, so here, I'll, I'll read them quickly. They're all uh, former features as well. So so Captain Chicken featuring the De- De- Delta De- Funky Homo Sapien who's been a long time Gorillaz cl- cl- collaborator. Controlla featuring MC Bin Laden. Uh, and then Crocodillas featuring De La Soul and Don Penn, which I really like oh. that one. Um, so yeah, give, I, I give, love give those De La a listen. Soul. He's um, great.
0: I can't believe I'm just noticing that there's a Deluxe album. I feel like I'm, I am i am going to rediscover
1: the album again. I'm very excited. Three more songs. It'll do it. Yeah. Hell yeah! What are you doing? You're licking. like licking the couch.
0: There's oh my god, my cat! My cat has started licking the chinchilla blanket. It's a problem.
1: It's not god. okay. The, cats' tongues are weird, by the way. I like it. They like have like a scraping <laughs> quality to them.
0: I, don't I know it. Me. It feels comfortable <laughs> to me. I don't know.
1: I don't know what um, it is. You Um. Okay, shower. so <laughs> because we've done um our top bops biggest flops yeah yeah and i'm realizing yeah. that my original biggest flop i have like i could probably come i can come up with the second one easily but like <laughs> the latest last two times i listened i accidentally listened to the deluxe version i think one of the deluxe songs was my biggest flop i Oops. think it of the of the deluxe ones it is um i think it's Dela soul uh, uh is no. the one I didn't like the crocodillas? That's the one I liked uh, the oh most. Dang. Did he You Time have to have a runner... be a tiebreaker. Did you Did he have a runner-up? But yeah, if we're talking about like main album biggest flop, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, gosh, why did why do I keep looking at the wrong album thing? Um, <laughs> I think I got to give it to uh, Tarantula.
0: Hmm. It just
1: didn't, it didn't do anything for me in one way or the other. Um, And you know what? uh, Yeah. Maybe it'd be also Bad Bunny. I don't know. Both of those songs back to back are like mostly just because they are different and they, they, that Bad Bunny takes you kind of out of the gorilla sound, but I actually kind of appreciate that in some ways. So yeah. Tarantula is this going to be my, my pick. Um, what about you? Okay.
2: How about you, Piper? Let's see. So my ultimate flop um, is the Tired Influencer. Uh, uh, didn't oh, do it for yeah. me. I was kind of bored during it. It happened after Oil, which I also wasn't too big of a fan of, so sort of a low <laughs> dip in the album for me. But uh, on the song, I did think of you, Aaron, because you always would say when you had your iPhone that Apple Care was your case, Right. Did you used yeah. to say that? Oh yeah. yeah. And and so the first <laughs> lyric to this goes, it's a crack screen world. And then I wrote a note down that says, unless you, <laughs> unless
1: unless you, you have, have Apple have, care,
2: Apple care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, also the feature, it's not really a feature, but if you look at the lyrics and stuff for the song, it says 2D and Siri, because there's like a robotic voice that fills in little spots here too, so I thought of you then too.
0: Oh, is Apple getting paid?
1: Could be,
2: could,
0: could be. be. <laughs> could be. Um.
1: What I about think you, tired.
0: I think tired influencer is definitely down on my list for sure. But I would give it to Possession Island featuring Beck. Um, I don't dislike the song, so I'll just say that. But it it does the least for me, and it's and it rounds out the album. So I was like, eh, okay.
1: You, yeah. are, it's it's always the last song. It's always the last song. <sighs> More times than not. Which just goes to say, people, put a good song as your last song. Like, give us something good. Come on. Please. Well, uh, we we,
0: did
1: it. We we did did our first virtual uh, album review of (laughs) the new year. Hopefully we uh, get to do some more in-person ones, too. But I think it's going to be fewer and farther between. We do have one (sighs) thing that's left, and that is the single obsession of the week. The song that you have been loving, not album related that you just, it's an earworm in your ear. Piper, I feel like I might've forgotten to tell you or remind you that this was a thing. So maybe <laughs> so we'll have you, you can go, go last.
2: last. <laughs> um,
0: I'll start. I'll go first. Go ahead. Um, so apart from oil, which really has been on a loop, um, the song breeze by I'm going to mispronounce this germango dreaming, J E R M A N G O. I think this popped up. Um, on like a related radio after the album ends and it's fantastic. So I love that. I love when that happens.
1: Yeah. And then for me, um, it's always out of nowhere that I, I see that there's a new blessed Madonna song, but she put out <laughs> another really, or not uh blessed Madonna actually, no, it was, but I'm not going to give it to her because there's a different artist. I was going to um,
0: say you're like a, you're a blessed Madonna stan at this point.
1: I, would I say, blessed Madonna does it good. But she another sucks. artist that I've really loved that's um, kind of emerged on the in the DJ EDM scene is this um, artist that does drag while um, <laughs> doing uh, do like doing their sets and stuff. And her name is okay. Jody Harsh, and she has this oh, new song, yeah. Hectic. Absolutely love it. Super fantastic. Simon, if you don't follow Jody on Instagram, I think you'd actually like really enjoy Jody's content.
0: I am familiar of Jody Harsh. I don't follow her, but this the fact that you said that I've actually heard quite a few people say that about their their music.
1: Yeah, like Jody their Instagram in particular, I think that you would be you would like okay. have a good time with. But
0: I'm going to check it out and I'm definitely going to listen to that song.
1: Okay, P- Piper. Um is there a song that you that you feel yeah. like you want to just go out on a limb for
2: yep well uh i don't listen to nearly as much new music as you guys like i only pick and choose new artists that uh that i care about to listen to usually i'm not on radios as as much either um but a new band i found within the last week uh in the electro swing genre music which is my cool. primarily my favorite genre uh, is a song called spend my time with you electro swing remix by a band called 11 acorn lane who have a lot of good stuff they're sort of like Caravan Palace or um, Carol Emerald or something uh, electro swing music, which I, I don't think either of you are, are I into. I don't even well, know I'm what electro swing is. Out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give it a I chance. I don't
0: either, but I'm definitely intrigued. It sounds like something I could get into. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I have to. I have to go. Um, so, Piper, if people want to find you, and if you want them to find you, where can they do so?
2: Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram at PipeHatesOnions.com um one word uh i guess i i I like daft punk gorillas electro swing music volleyball survivor i'm down to 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 chat about um uh but yeah i'm on instagram if if you want to follow me that's cool um don't post too much or anything no you Um, don't you really don't no Mm -mm. (laughs) you play pickleball sometimes (laughs) i play pickleball sometimes (laughs) yeah did you abandon your teammate
1: no no we finished literally a week before my final week oh nice yeah we got like probably like fifth place cool on the b of the b league of the social league but yeah nice congrats Uh, how um, about you aaron where can we find you yeah you can find me at the aaron on all socials you'll find the spelling in my in the instagram (laughs) bio um mm-hmm. and then you can also find our podcast at Bopper Flop podcast on instagram yeah. and we follow. have been producing some really fun posts lately <sighs> really fun content it's guys. getting great you'll have to see I what you can we say do i'm a week. bit of
0: a i'm a bit of a tired influencer you really from, are <laughs> from all the effort
1: <laughs> um simon where can people find you
0: um, of course, you can find me at the realist Simon on Instagram. Uh, if you want to follow my ever-evolving uh, mega mix on Spotify, it's I Love This playlist.
1: So it. fun! So fun. All right. Um, All right. See everyone later. This was so fun. Bye. Yeah, bye thanks guys. for coming. Congrats on the move, Aaron. Thank oh, you. We miss you.